Welcome to the Storytellers Live podcast, where everyday people share real and personal stories. Some stories are profound, challenging, and sometimes heart-wrenching, while others are more common and relatable, shared with honesty and humor. But all of these stories reveal what God can do in our lives when we trust Him with the details. Thanks for joining us. everyone. This is your host, Kelly, from the Storytellers Live team. On each episode, a different woman shares her story, often in a live setting, with the bottom line being that God is good. On this particular episode, the Storytellers Live team, Robin, Sarah Beth, Kelly, Amanda, and Dawn, shares the history behind the idea that has grown from a weekly local gathering to a podcast and expanding ministry. Hear behind-the-scenes details of how God gave Robin the storyteller's dream and then uniquely put the team together to make it happen. We are so thankful y'all are here because it's, one, it's Christmas, and I know there's a big thing going on at East this morning, and I'm sure everywhere else there's just Christmas stuff. So we're thankful you're here, and there are a few new faces. So for those of you that are new, I'm Robin, and this is my house, and... This is Storytellers, and we are so thankful that y'all are here. Um, we This one's a little different. <laughs> There's not usually a, a line, and Melissa just asked us, should we look like we're in a pageant? <laughs> just ready to answer our questions. Um, Three point flat. <laughs> yes, we, all, we have a good one. Uh, so anyways, we're just so thankful y'all are here this morning, and just see what God does uh, through this story. And For us, I think maybe this morning was really just for us because we sat down and went through all that God has done through storytellers, like how it all came to be. And every time that we talk about it, it amazes me even more than the time before. Uh, It's kind of ridiculous, like almost not believable. So if anything, we've had a whole lot of fun (laughs) going back over the details of it. Um, But I'm going to pray real fast and get us started and... Um, anything else? No. All right. Lord, thank you for this morning. I just thank you for the women in this room. It was a little crazy today, um, which is why we know it's going to be extra good, Lord, from you. Um, we thank you for the peace, the joy. We thank you for Christmas. And I just pray that you bless this time. Amen. Okay. I'm going to get us started. And then... We're just going to bounce around. So y'all just, we'll, we'll see how this goes. Um, we are going to be talking about the story behind storytellers because it has really just been an amazing journey. So to start it off, about two years ago, I led a small group, just really some friends. We did, I wouldn't even call it a Bible study each week. Just one of us shared our story. We prayed over that person. And these were friends from church that I'd known forever and, um, And as each person was sharing their story, it's like, wait, what? I had no idea you had gone through that. I did not know that about you. And just through that, it was amazing. Um, Not only did you learn more about that person and what they had gone through, but it just kind of, the walls came down. God just showed up in the room, really, is what happened. Our friendships grew deeper. It it was just crazy. And... um, we were able to encourage each other, and it was like, oh, my gosh, well, if she went through that, wow, this thing that I'm going through, it was just so, it was just amazing. It was so helpful 
um, just to hear other people's stories. And towards the end of that, I was like, what would this look like if we did this on a bigger scale? If this was kind of in more of a corporate setting, um, and so I really started praying about it and all we ended in December. And so from about January to spring, I just really kept praying and praying about what it was going to look like to do it on a corporate scale. And we, um, at the time I was doing women's ministry at my church and I was like, Oh, well that's the perfect place to have this. And so a friend kind of helped me get it started. And we were doing these maybe once a month. The goal was once a month. In reality, it was more like once every two months at night and at our church. And we tried a couple of different places and it was great, but it just wasn't totally working. I was like, this is not the vision I had. And the vision that I had was in this time that I was praying for storytellers and what it was going to look like. I was sitting down one day and I just had this picture in my mind of the Alabama theater Every seat was full. There were five chairs at the front and like cozy chairs, like this kind of chair, you know, like a leather, you know, just fun, cozy chairs across the front of the stage. And women were sharing their stories. And when it was over, there were broken chains all over the floor. And to me, the broken chains just represented God freeing people from stuff that they carry that they've been afraid to share or been afraid to talk about. And so here I was with this picture of what storytellers was going to look like. And when I was doing it once a month at night, that's not what it looked like. (laughs) I was like, Lord, that's a really big picture that I don't know how to get there. And I just kept asking for a team. I'm like, I just need help. I can't do this by myself. And um, for those of you that know Allie Michelle, she was amazing and a huge help in that season. And she really kind of prayed and helped along the way and even helped the five of us get to where we are today. And I'm like, I need, I need a team. And so about last spring we had done five storytellers events at night and they were good. But again, it just was not exactly what I wanted it to be. So I put the whole thing on hold. I got worn out. I was exhausted. And I thought, okay, I have this great vision of what I want this to be. I know that this is a God thing, but I don't know how to do it. So spring went, summer, I totally took a break. I don't think I thought about it at all. And then this July, I said, okay, well, to back up, I was having some Bible studies here, and this is where Sarah Beth is going to jump in in a minute. But last spring, when I was doing Storytellers, I was doing Bible studies here, really with Vestavia moms and just different friends. And um, so I loved doing that. But it was just a lot. I was doing a lot. And so this summer I said, okay, how can, what should I do? And I had this little brief thought of making storytellers here where all the women were coming and um, for doing these Bible studies that it was going to be kind of merging of all of it. And I just said, I can't, I'm too tired. (laughs) I don't know if I was scared, if I didn't want to. I was just kind of burned out, really, is the honest truth. And then I ran into Sarah Beth at the grocery store, and she had come to these small groups and Bible studies here. And she's like, what are you doing in the fall? And I don't know if you remember this, but you're like, I have all these people that are ready to come to your house. And I'm like, "Uh I don't even know if I have the energy to show up at my own house, um, much less lead people. And so, I mean, that was... Right after I had had the little brief vision. So I told her, I was like, I'm thinking about doing storytellers in the morning as kind of the women's group. And immediately she's like, oh, I'm all in. Like, yes, yes. And there are people waiting to come. 
and, but I still wasn't a hundred percent committed. I couldn't say yes. And, um, the week school started, I went walking with a friend and I was telling her about it. And I'm like, I just have this huge vision for storytellers. And I just see this big, great thing and I'm worn out and I don't know how to get there. And I don't have a team and I cannot do this by myself. And she said, um, she's like, if you'll just say yes, if you will say yes to this, God will just show up and it will be so easy. He'll provide everything you need. And I thought, okay. And it was a much longer conversation than that, but I said, okay. So I literally left Lakeshore where we had gone walking and I called Sarah Beth and I'm like, okay, we, can you meet me right now? (laughs) Can you meet me for lunch? And we met for lunch. Like I literally did not go home. I went from Lakeshore to lunch and Sarah Beth was like, I'm all in. What can I do? Um, so I'm going to pass it over to you. And that was just really honestly a very selfish little tiny yes. So I, um, cold turkey, showed up at Robin's um, Bible study, present over perfect for the Bible club, East and West moms. I don't know if y'all remember getting that email or if y'all are on that. And um, I had been in Vestavia for probably about six months. So I knew the church, but I had no idea of the room. And um, I had just finished the book. So I was like, I'm going to try this out. And I went not knowing anybody. And that is where um, I stepped out on faith and met Robin, which our families go way back. But it was just kind of, I didn't put that Robin with this Robin kind of thing. So when I said the little yes to storytellers, to be perfectly honest, it was for me. It was a selfish little from what I had gotten from coming here through small groups um, and knowing Robin and digging deep into God's word and meeting with other women. I wanted that for more women and I wanted that for our community. And so um, God had given me a story, one of which I would not have written or chosen. And so about the same time that I was praying for what we're going to do in the fall, um, God just put this kind of crazy desire for me to tell my story. And that had never happened before. Um, I told my story in Auburn where I lived before, but I had never really like put it kind of all out there here in Vestavia. And so this big desire to share my story and then Robin and knowing what um, took place in this room every Friday, I wanted that for more people. And so selfishly, honestly, humbly, I just say, I said a little tiny yes in running clothes on kind of a whim, but I had been praying for what we were going to do. And, um, it was a little. It was a little yes that God has now turned into something um, far more than I could have ever thought or imagined. Like it says in Ephesians, and I'm just gonna pass. Hang on, I'll, I'm going back for one second, um, and then Ke- and then Kelly comes in. Oh, y'all were sitting in order. I just noticed. This is this is the order. You'll you'll see. Um, and so um, Sarah Beth and I got started. And Allie was helping us get started at the time. And um, we, the two of us met and prayed one day. And I told her, like, within, when I was doing Storytellers last year, I had tried to meet Dawn because she had done a book called Second Stories that was all about women's stories. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I have to meet her. What never happened, never got set up. So Sarah Beth was like, I'll be on your team. We're going to do this. 
And within 48 hours, she calls me and she's like, hey, this girl Dawn wants to meet with us about what we're doing with storytellers. And she has this book called Second Stories. I'm like, yeah, I know. (laughs) I know all about her. Um, And so within 48 hours, that had happened. And I had been asking God for a team. And um, he gave me this idea. Well, it's not an idea. It's a biblical concept of doing what's called, sorry, I'm reaching for the verse, um, of doing what's called fivefold ministry. And it's a way that he talks about in Ephesians. I'm going to read you this verse because this was how he told me to set up storytellers. It said, now these are the gifts Christ gave to the church, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and the teachers. Their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work and build up the church, the body of Christ. And he told me to set up our team this way with five people. Um, and basically, we'll, we'll kind of go through what all of that means later. <laughs> I told Sarah Beth that um, in that first 48 hours when we were together praying. I'm like, God told me to set this up this way. But here's the deal. When I did Storytellers last year, I put people in their places. I tried to make this thing work. It was exhausting, and it wasn't working. This go-round, I'm not asking anybody anything. Um, if people come and say they want to be a part of Storytellers, then it's because God has brought them. Um, I'm just showing up. I'm just saying yes, and um, but I'm not asking anyone to help. Sick. Well, I didn't really ask you. You'd already said you wanted to help. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so that was that was the picture that I had of what of what the team of storytellers was going to look like. Um, so then I'm going to let you tell your part, and I'll I'll give the background. Um, so during the first week of school, um, my youngest had just started kindergarten, so I was kind of enjoying having some free time and um, was trying to be real careful about what I added to my schedule. I didn't want to just fill it up. Uh, but when I got Robin's email about the first storytellers, it caught my attention for a couple of reasons. Number one, I um, saw that Sarah Beth was going to be sharing, and we'd actually met several months before that at the nail salon. And um, I'm an introvert, so I usually don't talk to people when I'm getting my nails done. I just keep my head down. And uh, she sat down next to me, and um, I knew she looked familiar. We ended up recognizing each other from Auburn and started talking, and she shared her story with me and how she had moved to Birmingham. And so I did something I usually don't do. I said, well, here's my phone number. You know, please call me, and I'd love to get together with you. And um, went home and found out my husband had even gone to high school with Clay. And so anyway, but then we had never connected after that. And the other reason the email caught my attention was just because it emphasized the importance of sharing stories. And so I ran and got this little notebook that I had been using several years ago. And on April 16th, 2016, I had made some notes after I went to a women's conference at Shades Mountain Baptist Church. And at the conference, one of the things they did was they showed some videos of different women's stories. And it was just so neat to see... um, all these different people be vulnerable and share. And I had just been craving that, like people just being honest. And um, so I went home and I I usually don't write things down, but I wrote this down and um, just wrote down, I'm inspired um, after Lisa Harper, who is a speaker said, testimonies need to be shared with each other. And then I just wrote down things like, what about a parachurch ministry which shares and celebrates testimonies of local women, remove fear, connect women, um, outreach, and wrote down like all these different ideas, like kind of like categories of things that women probably have struggled with that maybe they could share because when someone shares, you don't feel alone anymore. And I think it makes such a big difference. And especially on the local level, 
you have a way to connect with them. You know, you can go meet with that person after and, um, and have someone who can share in, um, that trial with you, um, or even a celebration, whatever it is you're going through. So, um, so I was just amazed. Oh, okay. But after I made these notes, I felt very sure that I was not supposed to do anything with it. So I was like, okay, why did you give me this idea of God? And I have, n- I'm not supposed to do anything with it. So closed the notebook, didn't look at it again until I got the email from Robin. Um, so during this first week of school, um, I'm praying about whether to even go to attend. Do I add this to my, my plate? And I was ironing, which I don't do that often either, but um, <laughs> I had free time and I had just discovered podcasts and I was like, this is great. So I'd listen to podcasts like all week long. And most podcasts these days are interviews, which are great and you can learn so much and people do share stories. But I thought, how neat would it be to have a podcast where someone just shares their story? Like you're not being interviewed the entire time. You're just kind of sharing what, you know, what you have gone through. And so on a whim, I called Robin and left her a voicemail and was like, Hey, I have this idea. I know you're doing storytellers. And I was thinking maybe it should be a podcast and, you know, just kind of left this long rambling message. Um, and then I didn't hear from her for like two days and I started second guessing myself and I was like, this is so dumb. I didn't even pray. I think I said that on your message. Like I haven't even prayed about this, but I just had this idea. And, um, and I started thinking, I don't even know why I did that because what she's doing is local and a podcast is kind of national or just goes beyond the city and the city. And so that's probably doesn't even go along with her vision for this. Um, But little did I know that um, she had gone walking with one of our mutual friends who had, um, I hadn't even talked to, but she told Robin, you know, you really should talk to Kelly Brown about this idea. And, um, (laughs) and so she, when she called me, um, she said, yes, you know, let me tell you why this does fit with my vision. Um, And do you want to say a little something? Um, Well, first of all, when the friend, when we were walking and the friend was like, you should call Kelly. I'm like, yeah, I'm not calling her. Because I'm not calling anybody, and I'm not asking anyone to do anything. Um, and really, I thought that Kelly had called me about something adoption-related. And that's why I didn't get the voicemail for a little while, because I was like, it'll be fine. It can wait. Um, and, but anyways, when I did listen to her voicemail, we had already been talking. When I had this kind of picture of the Alabama theater all filled up and all of this. And this is just kind of me being a little bit vulnerable. I told them this makes it scary to say out loud, but I mean, I have a picture of this thing like touring across the country and happening all over. And, um, and it's kind of scary to say out loud because I, I don't know. And I don't know how to get there, but I knew that when Kelly said a podcast, I was like, oh my gosh, that's exactly what I've been thinking, but I don't have the capabilities of doing that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I think it's another person for the team. Because she, well, tell them about what your past does and what you've done. But long story short, my answer was yes. Yes, you can do a podcast. Yes, pray about it. Make sure this is something you're supposed to do. But my answer is a big fat yes. Um, Uh, And I really knew nothing about podcasts. I did major in radio, television, and film. So, like, I was used to dealing with editing software and, I guess, microphones and that kind of thing. But it's been 20-something years since then, and everything has changed. And so um, I did say yes to coming to the first Storytellers and brought my computer. And we ordered um, a $25 mic from Amazon. And... um, 
and just research kind of Googled real quickly, um, you know, how just at least how to record. And so what we have done so far is not even close to a podcast, um, but just being able to immediately get these stories recorded um, so that people who weren't even able to come or people who work can listen. Um, I checked this morning and with all the um, stories that we have uploaded, there have been 2,031 listens um, since we started. And so I thought, wow, like this doesn't have to be professional. It doesn't have to have an introduction. We don't have to have like the best equipment. You know, we're not uploading these to iTunes, but, you know, and and we do have a vision for kind of creating a podcast that's, you know, a little bit more professional and get the sound quality great. But at least for now, like it just allowed us to take um, what we were doing in this room and also carrying it beyond these walls. Um, and so I, I did know immediately after that first meeting, like I really kind of selfishly too, like I want to be a part of this. Um, and so I said yes. And um, yeah, I'm glad that Kelly has a good podcast voice. Don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoarse right now. I was a DJ for like a summer at Auburn. Of course you were. Hey, my first shift was at 4:30 in the morning. Because there's okay. 4:30 a.m. shift. Um, Do you want me? Yeah, to just go, or is there any? Well, okay, no, let me come back, <laughs> and then I'll, I'll kind of introduce each of you along the way. So we now have the three of us. We have met with Dawn multiple times because she was helping us from afar. She was more of a um, consultant, if you will, uh, just trying to help us get this thing going. And we were really praying for a graphic designer, which Dawn is a graphic designer, and so she so graciously volunteered her time to help help us do some stuff online um, until we found the right person to pray for to pray yes yes she started praying but the when we the second time we met with dawn um and a, a team she was working with they were like you need to be praying for a mercy person for somebody that loves people well that loves the community that can cook that can take meals that can pray for you um and i was like okay great so we wrote that down we're going to be praying for our person that does that and um so week number two so that we the three of us were week number one of storytellers and sarah beth shared week number two i shared my story and um met Amanda in the kitchen. And when it was over, uh, anyways, we ended up making connections. Our, my nephew is friends with their son and blah, blah, blah. And then afterwards, I was like, she is really important to our team. Um, she is an important person to meet. And I, a friend of mine, I would go after storytellers every Friday and take her lunch. And um, she was on bed rest from about to have babies. And I was telling her, I was like, the craziest thing happened. I met this girl today after I shared my story, and she's supposed to, I just, I don't know. And um, she said, you know, that's funny. I was up in the middle of the night going to the bathroom, as pregnant women do, and I saw a picture of you standing in your kitchen talking to a girl with blonde hair who is going to be really important to storytellers. Y'all, <laughs> I was like, I screamed, screamed. I'm like, oh my gosh, I know who it is. I know who it is. And um, the person, you cry a lot. <laughs> so I'll let you take over. But you there, weren't yeah. going to ask. You weren't no, going to ask her. Ask. Not going to ask. Gonna ask. She, had to ask. she didn't have to ask because. <laughs> so I was, um, and I will cry the whole time because this is just my life. This is what I do. Um, so I was asked to come by Karen Blair, actually on a group text with this beautiful girl and this beautiful girl, um, 
on a Thursday and sweet Karen Blair, you know, invites me to like everything and is so awesome. And, um, I typically say no because that's how I roll. I say no to a lot of things. (laughs) Me and my husband are in the ministry together and I've been in ministry forever. So I just, I say yes to some things and I have to say no to a lot of things. But, um, she asked me on a Thursday and, you know, it was the, so it would have been the second storytellers week, the week that Robin spoke. And I woke up that morning and it was like the second I put my head up, I have to go to storytellers, you know, and I know nothing about, I've never met any of these women ever in my life. So it's not like we've all known each other and we decided to get together. Like I've never even seen any of these faces at that point. And, um, so I come and I sit over where the beautiful lady is in the hat and, um, which is a world changer right here. This girl right here is special, by the way. I don't even know you, but I know you have a call to speak into people's life. Anyway, so, um, <laughs> so I was sitting over there, and um, I was kind of listening to Robin's story, but really I was looking at all of your faces. And um, I was thinking, man, why are they here? What, you know, why... Why have they come here? Why are they, you know, here on, at 9 o'clock on a Friday morning when they could be doing something else? Um, well, I wonder what their stories are. I, I wonder why I love them so much right now. And I just, you know, I have to, like, I want to know them. And I want to, you know, ask them questions. And um, so anyways, I go home and my husband is there. And I just, like, start going nuts. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I don't know what just happened to my heart and soul. Like, I just feel like I have to be a part of this. It is like so big and yet so simple. I love that it's so simple and we're just coming to listen to somebody that we've maybe never seen in our entire life, just hearing their story. Um, And so he was like, wow, that sounds great. You know, that's awesome. Good for you. And so the whole entire week I am like, okay, I can't wait until Friday. I'm going to just let Robin see my face again because I'm not going to stalk her yet. I'm going to wait to stalk her, but I need to know, like, her whole life story. I need to know what her vision is. You know, I I want to help her, you know. And so I came the next Friday, and this beautiful lady spoke, and I did listen to more of your story than I did (laughs) But I was very excited, and there was so many of you here. I mean, there was probably 50, 60 people that day, and... I kind of made my way through the crowd to talk to Robin, who was standing right here. And I said, hey, I just wanted to tell you hi again. (laughs) And that I think you're awesome. Thanks for doing what you're doing. And um, she just kind of was staring at me like, I think me and you are supposed to meet. I was like, really? Because I was going to, like, wait to stalk you. But if you want to stalk me back, that would be really awesome. (laughs) And (laughs) she was like... "Um, yeah, I just don't know why, but I feel like I'm supposed to, like, tell you, like, my whole story. And I'm like, good, because I really feel like I'm supposed to help you. And she's like, good, because I feel like you're supposed to, too. <laughs> and so, so then we ended up meeting the next Thursday. And, and you know, we didn't know. I, you know, I had seen her face twice in my life and had a total of a 30-second conversation with her. So I don't know anything about anybody and what they need Um my husband and I lead worship, so I thought maybe eventually she'll need a worship leader, and you know, and I like to bake. Maybe I'll just bring baked goods, you know. And so, I mean, for probably forty-five minutes to an hour, we just kind of, you know, were sharing and getting to know each other. And then she said, "We're looking for a graphic designer," and I was like, "I don't even know if I know how to turn on a computer." <laughs> so, sorry, can't help you there. And then she said. And then I need a mercy person. And I still cry. Um, 
Cause I was like, well, that's like asking me to breathe. You know, I, I just, I genuinely have a love for people and, and can, and see in them, you know, maybe a glimpse of what God sees in them and like to be able to just look at your face and, and tell you, you know, even through your story, like who you are and who God has created you to be. That's like, that's like breathing air to me. And so it was such a gift when she said it just in that way, because, you know, like I said, we're in, me and my husband are in ministry. So sometimes it feels like, Oh, do I want to add anything else to my plate? Can I really add anything else? And, um, when she said that, it was like, it was almost like a weight lifted, like, Oh, she's not asking me to, I don't have to prepare songs, you know, to be a, you know, worship leader or, you know, I don't have to, I can just show up and just love people. And that is like life to me. And so the end, right? (laughs) (laughs) I tried just the beginning. I tried to make that short, but Um, do you want to? Well, I already talked about how John and I had met and we had gotten together a few times. Um, So I'll let you take it from there. So the year before, I guess when Robin's dream had really launched, I was living a parallel life over here. Um, really thinking about women's stories and how they impact others. And um, God had given me a vision of a book and being a graphic designer. I had that vision in the front of my head, which I told that at Storytellers. But um, it's funny, just the alignment and the timing. I was really walking that walk the same time Robin was. And I'd heard about Storytellers, but was never able to go to the night events. And I uh, had some friends that had gone. and But I was just really deep in trying to get this first book out. And so as I was consulting these girls, um, I just really felt a connection with where their hearts were and where my heart was with wanting to share these stories. And as we prayed for a graphic designer, I knew in my head that I wanted to be that graphic designer. But I knew it was Vestavia Girls and it was in a community, and I just didn't know if that's what they wanted. And so I just I, I live in Homewood, <laughs> like like three like three minutes away. Yeah. And so I was like, you know, those in, invisible walls, which I talked about when I spoke. But uh, I just prayed about it and sat back, and um, I just wanted to be a part. So we, I, they asked me to speak, which I was like, they want me to speak, you know? Mm-hmm. Like so, I um, felt encouraged and welcomed by them, and. We went to lunch the following week, and I just felt a big nudge in my heart to say a big yes because I, I wanted to help them. I wanted to help Robin. I wanted to help these girls and um, just to make storytellers, I think, in my heart is to make things visible. So I have um, a lot of visions in my head, and I just want to make it, I think, having the impact of having on Instagram and we're working on a website and things like that just kind of helps to spread the word. But I'm um, working on Second Stories, Volume 2, and it, it just all aligns with what we're doing. So I'm just excited to be a part. So, um, so that's how all of us got here. Literally started the second week in August. Um, it, the only, I mean, I knew Sarah Beth a little bit. Kelly and I have known each other for a long time. I had never seen Amanda's face, and I did not know Dawn other than I had wanted to meet her. Um, and none of us knew each other. <laughs> that was the second week in August, and it is December 1st, and it is amazing to me, all the details. I'm trying to see if I left anything out. Um, so 
I said in the beginning that I, God had told me to make this a five-fold ministry. And I read the verse in Ephesians that kind of explains what that looks like. And so to wrap this up, I just, I want us all to share. We did, um, there's, you know, quizzes for everything. So you can go online and answer a bunch of questions. And really, it's just kind of knowing yourself. But um, when we did that, I said, okay, I want everybody to take this quiz and y'all all text me your results. And every single person <laughs> came back. Um, I'll start, and mine is the apostle, which is really just a visionary. It's just somebody that has a vision and a dream and needs a team to help them accomplish it. I feel funny you saying this, but I'm the pastor. <laughs> no, explain what no, no. <laughs> Oh, my word. You I'll do it. She shepherds. Okay. I'll do this. Do you want me to do this yes, for y'all? Yes. Okay. <laughs> then you won't feel funny talking about yourselves. <laughs> Sarah Beth loves women in this room. She loves women in Vestavia. She goes to coffee. She has lunch. She does brunches at her house. She loves women so well. And that is what a pastor does. They love people well. And um, so in the instant, we're like, oh, yep, you're a pastor. Um, Next, all right, you want me to? Um, Okay, Kelly is, um, oh my gosh, I just blanked out. She's the teacher, hello. Um, And she's a teacher by nature anyways because she does lots of great things. She does teachings and writes devotionals and she does all this great stuff that y'all don't know about because she's kind of secret. But she is a teacher and for us, I think that lines up perfectly with a podcast. Um, and when she sent that, I'm like, of course you are, because that just lines up with exactly where we're headed in her knowing about this podcast, really digging in and using it as an outlet, um, to really to teach. Um, and part of what you want to do and, is like teach people how to tell their stories. Yes. Yeah. And one of the, I, I think something that's going to happen in the future with this is that we've had people call us from all over and say, I want to do this in my community. Mm-hmm. And I think that long term, this is going to be that thing where we're, um, franchise. where we're able <laughs> to, yes, we're going to franchise this for a pretty penny. Uh, <laughs> our simple life. To pay for podcast <laughs> yes. To pay for the podcast. Um, no, but I think it's something that's that's going to open up over time is um, th- through a podcast and through different avenues um, to really teach other people to do the same thing. Uh, Amanda is our is our prophet. She's our prayer. She's our mercy. She's our heart. She hears from the Lord, and she just said, "You have an amazing calling," and that's what a prophet does. Um, it does. She, y'all, we group text constantly. It's amazing. And she's always the one that's like got just the perfect words for whatever we're going through. Yeah. 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 Um, and then Dawn is the evangelist and Dawn's heart. I mean, is she's an excellent graphic designer, but she's way more than an excellent graphic designer. And, she and I have really connected on the outreach portion of of training other people to do this, of of thinking long term and reaching out. And that's what an evangelist does is they go out and they spread the word of Jesus to people all over the world. And um, and I think that's where her heart really lines up. I mean, I know it is. Um, is in that in that role of reaching out. So one day we're going to write a curriculum <laughs> of 
how to do this thing uh, because uh, clearly it's so hard <laughs> to open up your house um, <laughs> and say, come share your story. No, but there really is a lot that goes into it. We, 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 we do want um, simple, but there is, we meet, we pray, we talk a lot. Um, and we have big dreams and big visions. And I mean, it's just so exciting. So anything else that we forgot? I think that's it. I'm going to pass. Sarah Beth's going to wrap us up. Do you want to share just a little open bit? Open up. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to now, if anybody wants to share anything that has come about through coming to Storytellers or hearing through about Storytellers, um, one of the things that just me personally um, I have loved and had prayed for was um, – the connection was made when I told my story with another precious widow who lives in Birmingham that I had heard about um, probably over a year ago. And I did not know her at all, but she heard my story. And since then, um, we have met and um, are actually forming a little group of other widows. And so um, just from the little tiny yes that I said on my back porch, God has just used in an incredible way, and um, that had been a prayer for mine since Lee went to heaven, and that's um, just so neat to see how he's just put these people in this room that then connect and um, meet outside of storytellers, and um, two, just hearing other women's stories. Like, I just remember Melissa's story and about Zacchaeus and the tree and how the tree was there before. And how God is sovereign, and there are things um, unwanted like Zacchaeus and his short stature, but yet God still used a tree. And um, we don't know why he had to be short stature, but um, some things in our life we don't know why, but God still overcomes. And um, through Robin's story, just how she prayed specifically to see something, and she opened a magazine, and there is the name of her future child. And so that taught me to pray big and bold. And um, I don't know, it's just neat to me to hear all of these stories and take little nuggets um, from each of them that you think about and you remember. And Kelly's story, just, I don't know, I had never, we were all sitting around meeting about her story and um, we were talking about what she's going to give out. And I was like, I just see this rock. I see you giving a rock. I, I have never had that before. And she had rocks in her room for a year and a half, and she gave a rock. And so it's just been, um, for me, um, to share my story and then also to sit in this room with just normal, sweet women that I pass in the grocery store, but just to kind of hear their heart and their story and just be encouraged in my faith is what I think Storytellers is all about. And um, it's kind of the heartbeat of what we're doing and just... Mm -hmm. In all of this and everything we've shared today, and I know in our stories that we've all shared, it's all just for him. And um, I know that I feel totally unworthy and just humbled to be just a part of this, but then also to just be a part of this room um, every Friday morning, knowing that when I come and our prayer um, as storytellers is just that you will get a glimpse of hope. And that if you come in, which most of us today kind of came in with crazy, crazy, crazy mornings, um, you get to feel settled and connected and hear from um, a woman that points you to Christ and that you leave 
different than when you came in, even if it's just the hour that you're here, that it's not chaotic or crazy. And just then that you can take that with you. Um, and we love the vision of the the sheets that you get to take home, where as you tuck them in books or in your car or wherever they are, that they can be a reminder of um, the story that you heard that day. So I don't know if anybody wants to share or if anybody else on here wants to share. Um, um, I think one of the things we hope you all feel is that, like, I think women's greatest need is to feel a part of something bigger, you know, than just her home or her family or whatever. And so, like, I hope that everyone who has walked in the store has felt like that, like they're a part of something bigger. And um, Robin is an incredible visionary and a great leader. But what's been so cool is to see this isn't about um, any one person building a team or doing something well, like just when we were able to see God connect these dots in different ideas, like <clears throat> things that were, could only be divine, like it could not be that many coincidences or like, I think that's, what's been so amazing is just feeling like, Oh my gosh, we're a part of something really cool that God's doing. This isn't just, we're trying to do something well on our own and have this new trendy group. Um, and so we hope that everyone who comes feels like that too, that they're a part of something bigger. We'd love you. Thank you so much for coming and showing up today. I know you guys all have busy schedules and it means a lot. And we genuinely, we do this for you. We really, you know, it's, it's really a gift for you. We just really love you and, um, want to see you become everything God has created you to be. And, in hearing other people's stories, we hope that it will challenge you to maybe tell your story, even if it's a one-on-one or anything like that. It, it really does break walls and um, breaks chains, and you know, just really changes your life. And so, um, hopefully, you can we can challenge you to do that too. But I'm gonna pray for you and can mingle a little bit, whatever, and eat some more food. <laughs> Lord, thank you so much, Father. Just that you're just a God of fun, that we can just have fun in your presence and that you're also a God of peace and joy and love and that you just surround us, even if we feel like life is chaotic and crazy, Lord, that you can always just settle our hearts and um, and we can know that you are with us and uh, that you go before us, that you go behind us, that you're in us, Lord, and um, you want the best for us. And Um, I just pray during this crazy holiday season, Lord, that you can just kind of quiet our hearts and um, that we can remember what it's all about and remember that it's about you and uh, just the birth of your son and um, what this life is all about, Lord, is just honoring and being pleasing to you. And um, you're the reason that we're here, Lord. So we want to give you all the glory and all the praise for everything that we do, Lord. And um, I just pray over these sweet, precious women, Lord, that came today. I pray that you just um, just fill them with your love, help them to uh, just have a great season with their family. And um, Lord, that they'll be challenged to tell their stories to other people, give them opportunities, um, help them to discern moments, Lord, when maybe their heart starts pounding and they wonder, oh, should I say something here? Should I not? Um, that you would just help them to be brave and courageous and um, just speak truth. It's something that's happened in their life or um, maybe they see something in somebody else. They can just call it out and um, and know that it's from you. And that's when we know life change happens. And uh, we just honor you. We praise you. We thank you for storytellers. Thank you for um, just how you brought it all together. Thank you for each woman that comes, Lord. Um, we know that you're doing something huge through it, and we know the best is yet to come. Um, and I just pray 
just a blessing over these women. We love you so much. Thank you for this time together. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to Storytellers this week. It has been so fun hearing your feedback and all the ways that God is using these stories to touch people. If you've enjoyed listening, we would love for you to share this podcast with friends and also rate us on iTunes. Those ratings are so helpful to get the word out. We appreciate all of our listeners and we can't wait to share with you more stories of God's goodness.